Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends. Welcome to another beautiful day, a day where God wants to grow you, to transform you, and use you for his glory. Now, if you were with us through the whole Fruit of the Spirit series, yesterday was our last day of the seven-part series with my friend Sasha Star Robertson. If you were there with us, reach out to me. Let me know which fruit stood out the most to you. Did you enjoy the series? What did you think? Did you enjoy the deep dive? And which fruit spoke to you? Which fruit was God really speaking to you to impress upon your heart? Maybe it was a couple of them. But let me know what your thoughts are. Because for me, I absolutely loved, (laughs) loved that series. And it was so impactful for me not only having that conversation that the Holy Spirit led and directed, but also going back through and listening as I was editing and preparing to release it for you. How God, he just connects so many things together. And what really, really hit me hard is that it is the fruit of the spirit. It is not the fruit of the self. Because as we look at all of these beautiful things, it's so easy for us to think, oh, I'll just try harder. Oh, I just have to do better tomorrow. I just, I just, I just. And that is the fruit of the self. And that's not what this is talking about. This is the fruit of the spirit. That Holy Spirit grows in us. Not when we're trying as hard as we can. Not when we're being the best version of ourselves. But when we are abiding in the vine. I love that imagery from John. When we abide in the vine, when we are connected to the vine, a leaf separated from the tree, we all know it dies, it turns brown. And that's what happens when we try and make this the fruit of the self. Those works, they're coming from an empty place, a weak place. But when we are connected to God, He is the vine. When we are connected and grounded in his word, when we are pulling up the weeds with the Lord, with his strength, his guidance, his discernment, when we are pulling up those weeds, we are able to better connect with the vine. And then the Holy Spirit, he is the one who grows these fruit in our lives. It's not our work, although yes, we do show up. And yes, we do act every day, but it is the Holy Spirit who is growing it in us. And so the answer isn't to try, 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 do, 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 but it is to be. It is to abide. It is to connect back to the Lord. Seek him first and all the other things will be added to you as well. And today we're going to see kind of this complex idea of taking ownership and responsibility, but in a humble way. And I'll be sharing a little bit. I've been reading 
from the book Extreme Ownership by Leif and Jocko. I forget their last names. It's about the Navy SEALs and how they had to take extreme ownership for the people who are under them when they're in leadership positions and how as we living our lives and they apply it to business, but everybody, when you're living your life, you have to take extreme ownership, not only for your actions, but for everything going on around you, for everything going on underneath your care. So we as stewards who are living out our lives need this extreme ownership that I'll be talking about a little bit today. So let's dive in. We're going to wrap up Galatians 5 and start chapter 6. So we are in Galatians chapter 5 verse 25 and I'm reading from the ESV. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. And to me, that's talking right about those fruits of the Spirit, right? We want to be in step with the Spirit, moving with the Spirit, connected to the Spirit, not disconnected, not trying to be a leaf on our own where we're going to turn brown, but always connected to Holy Spirit and walking with Him as He wants to grow us and transform us to transform you every single day listening to his guidance, connected to him for his strength, his peace, his direction. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. And here is the first time that Paul is talking about this pride aspect. And this comparison is not walking in step with the Spirit because we are viewing ourselves and our identity not in line with the Spirit, not in step with Him, connected to Him, abiding in the vine. No, we view ourselves compared to other people. So when we become conceited, when we become puffed up, we begin to compare ourselves to others. And so that shows up in two ways. We either provoke one another, right? When we view ourselves as higher and we're almost judging other people, we're provoking them, or it goes the other way and we view ourselves as lower and we are envying one another. So just like we've been talking about contrasting the desires of the flesh with the fruit of the spirit, here we see that if anyone is caught in a transgression, if anyone goes against the will of God and they end up gratifying the desires of the flesh, they end up having those fits of anger, the jealousy, all of the other difficult things that go along with that. If that happens, how do we respond? with humility. You should restore him in a spirit of gentleness, not viewing ourselves as better than them, right? Not being conceited, but restoring them with gentleness. And sometimes that restoration also means speaking the truth, but in a loving way. Not just putting up with it, but actively seeking to restore them with a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Again, see this this attitude of humility, right? That we are meant also to watch ourselves, not viewing ourselves so highly that we don't need to be mindful of walking with the spirit. No, we all need to be consistently aware, consistently checking in on ourselves, consistently evaluating ourselves with the Lord and how we can walk in step with him. 
Keep watch on yourself lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We want to be there when other people have a weight that is too strong to bear. We are the body of Christ. We are a family. We are meant to love, to lift up, to call out when necessary. But we are there to restore with gentleness and love, to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And what is that law? Love God and love others. And we love others by carrying with them, standing with them when the load is too heavy for them to bear alone. We restore them with gentleness and love. He goes on, for if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. So yes, while we bear the heavy burdens together, our own load, our own daily work, that falls on ourselves, our own results, that falls on squarely our shoulders. And here the Bible is talking about this extreme ownership. If anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. We should not have this prideful attitude, but let each one test his own work right? You shouldn't be, in one sense, relying on the work of others. You need to be testing your own work. And you also shouldn't be neglecting the results in your life and acting as if they don't belong to you. Giving excuses for the things going on instead of taking ownership. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. And Paul goes on in chapter 6 now, Brothers, if anyone is caught in transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. But of course, we want to be humble, not prideful. So yes, while the reason to boast is ourselves, we also want to boast in the Lord and anyone else who helped us. We want to be pointing to others even when praise comes and we are deserving of it. It's okay to celebrate, to lift ourselves up, but we want to do it in a humble way. And so yes, while we want to be able to boast in yourself alone, you also need to take responsibility yourself alone. And this is talking about the positive results, but you also need to take responsibility for every negative result as well. That your work will be on you alone and not on your neighbors. Your results will be on you alone and not on your neighbors. So stop pushing the blame. Stop relying on others or sending excuses elsewhere, but take extreme ownership. Owning the good and the bad. Recognizing that your results fall on your shoulders alone. You working in step with the Spirit. How you are choosing to show up each day. Whether you are choosing to abide in that vine or you are choosing to be a withering leaf. But remember my friends in all of this because we will mess up and our walk will never be perfect. There is grace over guilt for you and your salvation has already been paid for by Christ. 
So we are getting towards the end of the book of Galatians. I'm so excited to keep on diving in and I will see you tomorrow morning.